0: Hello, listeners, once again, welcome back to the 42nd edition of the Fantasy Football Surgery Podcast. We are coming to you on the 11th of December. After the latest game week in FPL You may be surprised to hear from us again so quickly It is a game week where there are midweek fixtures So me and the Iceman decided to put on some extra opinion for you this week Hopefully you'll benefit from this No guests on with us this week It's going to be a slightly shorter podcast But we still plan to cover all of the games And have a little look at how people have done in our new cup competition Welcoming back the Iceman
1: Thanks Billy, welcome back yourself
0: Thank you very much. Up the podcast, sir. Up the podcast. Up the podcast. So, getting straight into it. weekend sort of come up on us very quickly. We've got midweek fixtures to think about. First of all, let's have a quick review. What I will say is we're not going to review the league in this edition just because they're still updating at the moment. We will do that on Wednesday's edition when we actually record. That should be re- uh, released later in the week. First of all, though, Iceman, how did your team get on this weekend?
1: Um, One word for it would be terrible. I've dipped all the way down to 71,000 now with a score of 36 with a minus 4. We all heard the bad news about Charlie Austin then thought, shall I take him out for uh, Ineatro or Carol or someone? Uh, Luckily I didn't. A lot of people did, so they took that minus 4 to take Austin out, but... um, that wouldn't have worked out for you, and so I'm glad I didn't do that. Uh, I did Captain KDB, and he was just such a disappointment playing out on the left hand side for Man City. So not really doing Bizarre. much out there. Yeah. yeah, my highest scorer was Alonso and Francis and Amat at the back, getting me clean sheets. So if it wasn't yeah. for them, it would have been utter dire. And then just Sanchez, everyone else blanked. Terrible.
0: You started the podcast there talking about Amat. I am going to draw reference to a few things that went right against the grain this week. Like yourself, I also scored pretty garbage. I got 36, but I didn't take any hits. Big performance, really. Diego Costa, once again, ever consistent and actually watching that game against West Brom. It it wasn't just his goal that was fantastic. His all-round gameplay was brilliant. The standout player, Up front in the league at the moment. Um, Francis, six for me at the back, and then I captained Sanchez and and got a sort of a fairly modest 10 uh, all around the pitch elsewhere, though. Fails everywhere. So, not a brilliant week for me. Iceman, you've orchestrated and put together a fairly technical, but uh, you know the prize is certainly worth it, cup competition. Do you want to give a little update on that?
1: Yeah, I can give an update of how it's going on. It took a while to actually put it together, a bit longer than I thought it would.
0: I sat and listened to you do the math, and <laughs> really it's uh, something of algebraic brilliance. So there we go.
1: Just to uh, let everyone know who's in the competition, we're doing, whenever there's a draw, I'm afraid it's going to be how, how many points total you're on that then you go through. Through. It's our competition, so yeah, just a little bit. Anyway, uh, Magnus Western Strand has gone through. Craig Bleakley D Pack has gone through. Sean Kell has gone through. Mohazari FPL General FPL Intellect Jabroni Ellsbury Woodsy's gone through. Well, I'm Woodsy. MLS Surgery has gone through. He's the imitation of us, but the American one. FPL Fatty's gone through. F- Luke Funshot has gone through. Fan Food's gone through. Keith Farrell, uh, Gerard and Jano's gone through. Sorry to everyone else who's out at the moment. There are a lot of people that got a buy, so they're waiting for their challenges. You can see it on our website. If you just go to com, click on the cup, you can see it's all updated there as well
0: fantastic well i am waiting eagerly in the next round for a a fellow podcaster to join me i'm really hoping i draw woodsy actually that'd be really nice but uh We'll see what happens. So let's get straight into the fixtures for this coming game week. Uh, The busy Christmas schedule is right upon us. A real theme over this weekend of things just not going to maybe uh, things going against the grain, I suppose, is the better way of describing it. Um, The first kickoffs of the coming game week are on Tuesday the 13th of December, so not a whole A lot of rest for the the Premier League's finest. But first of all, 7.45 this Tuesday, we've got Bournemouth against, I think, the performance of the weekend, Leicester City. Iceman, who would you shout for this one?
1: It's got to be Jamie Vardy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Why how, is he in everyone's team? He should be. Should be in everyone's team. Remember it last year? Everyone was ranting on Mia getting him, and then uh, never came, never came true. This year, no one's got him, and then he scores a hat trick. It's typical, isn't it? Yeah, he, uh, he did perform in that game. They Leicester just did their thing, didn't they? They, they just, did. They did their counter attacking, and just shows Man City and Pep. Wonder whether he's ready for uh, the Premiership. Maybe he needs uh, he needs to get a team together, which is his, I suppose. But yeah, Leicester looking good. Maras again. I think he got one assist did he, or two assists. He did, yes, yeah, yeah, he did assist Vardy. A, a lovely yeah. pass for that for that Vardy goal. Uh, and King. A lot of people drafting in King uh, from midfield. Four point eight. I think he's going up tonight. So yeah, a few options there. Again, no defence. I wouldn't say is uh, option for Leicester. Probably steer clear from that. But Vardy. I, I think a lot of people are bringing him in but just be wary it might just be a bandwagon you know they haven't hit form yet but this might spark Vardy into a, a decent season
0: well suddenly he's actually his goal scoring record that's quite reasonable for the season now that's, uh, that's seven so he's nearly doubled his tally um, I, I agree with you I think it's very very easy at this point to jump on that and say because for many weeks now we've been saying Leicester don't look great But all of a sudden that game, they just turned it on and they were back to the side of old. You know, they were on the break. They were countering Man City. Mahrez's touch to to Vardy, I think, for his second goal was absolutely fantastic. So, and Vardy's finish in the tight angle. He just looked like a striker that had his confidence back. I will note that Slimani got a couple of assists there, but I would still go Vardy if you're going to invest in Leicester. The next couple of games for Leicester are interesting. Away, well, I said here, away at Bournemouth and then on the weekend they are playing against i'm slowing my voice down because i'm looking at the picture <laughs> they've, they've now. got a
1: slight garden of green but again it's a garden of green of all quite tough games they've got Bournemouth next then stoke then everton west ham and the thing the thing
0: is they don't have the champions league now mm-hmm. i wondered if this would happen champions league out the way qualified from the group five nil spanking in the week although that was their kind of weaker side so yeah. I think they're going to be up for over the Christmas period, actually getting back at the table into the top sort of into the top eight again, even if it's chasing Europa League football. So I don't think uh, Vardy's a bad shout to bring in at the moment. The question is though, how you would fit him in, and I guess we'll, we'll think about that as time goes on. Vardy would still pro- probably be the only person I would bank on. Um, at the moment, I think possibly still better options than Mares in midfield for the same price. Uh, and I still don't trust the lesser defence, unfortunately, so I'm not really looking there. But uh, I would agree with you, Iceman. Vardy's the man for this one.
1: Yeah, Just a quick word on Bournemouth, though. They obviously dipped, losing against, lost against Burnley, didn't they? 3-2. So did. it's quite another quite high-scoring game. They seem to be involved in quite a lot of high-scoring games. So yeah. um, there, there might be potential for, for players for them, but you just don't know which one. Uh, the, the, Daniels is back, though, now, which yeah. could be a good shout going forward.
0: The, the only one I'd fancy in this game is possibly Wilson, with the Leicester back four still a little bit shoddy in terms of you know shutouts They haven't kept many clean sheets this season I think Wilson could possibly get at them and, and you know Bournemouth with that creativity they have in midfield I wouldn't see this one finishing as a nil nil that's for sure so I'd shout Vardy but I would also consider Wilson if you haven't already got him as a cheap striker or to keep him if you have
1: yeah maybe an Austin replacement
0: <clears throat> possibly an Austin replacement I imagine that injury hit quite a few managers with Aguero going uh, and Austin as well which I imagine people might have brought in to replace him with or as a, as a third striker, so be interesting to see some of the movement there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that moves us on to the second fixture on Tuesday the 13th, uh, which is Everton versus Arsenal. Everton this weekend, losing to Watford, fairly shocking result there. Arsenal carrying on their good form with a 3-1 victory against Stoke. If I kick us off with this one, Iceman, I'll I'll begin with Everton as I'll I'll leave you with the luxury of Arsenal. Lukaku is going to be the one that's on everybody's lips with uh, Balassi out now. Again, I'm looking around. We we mentioned Everton last week in terms of Baines. I don't really fancy Baines in this fixture as I think Arsenal will score. The question on everyone's lips is going to be Lukaku. Now, with Austin out and Aguero out, it's it's narrowing down your options. Took his finish as well, Lukaku, at the weekend. And in terms of their the next fixtures, obviously having Arsenal, uh, and then after that they've got uh, Liverpool at home. So big derby fixture. Lukaku doing the classic FBL form, blowing kind of hot and cold. Did you fancy him to carry on a scoring run?
1: Well, you can see he got a lot of shots on goal in this last game. He got five attempts on goal, no um, chances created, and he, he is the the main uh, focal point going forward, but. Yeah, without the likes of Balassi and the team now, he might struggle to score as many goals. But yeah, they did just take a foothold when they were 3 1 down, and you just thought, right, let's throw everyone forward and grab a goal. They obviously didn't get two, they got the one. Yeah. But yeah, they just seem to be on a slide now at the moment, Everton.
0: Yeah, I think we've lost a bit of confidence. I mean, I think Lukaku will score <laughs> in any team. He's done that over the years for West Brom and Everton so if you don't have him I probably wouldn't put him in for Arsenal but if you've got him I certainly wouldn't get rid of him after that performance over the weekend otherwise I still can't really see any consistency in the Everton team at the moment so I'd be steering clear of that Iceman the Arsenal side any thoughts
1: yeah you shouted Oxford last week I thought it was a good shout because he got another assist this week he did and it was for an awesome pass like that if Oswald made that pass, everyone would be bigging it up, but because it was Oxlade, you know, everyone's just kind of thinking oh, maybe it was a fluke or something. Um, yeah. But he was involved in a lot of Arsenal attacks as well, so he has to play at the moment because he's in form, so I can't see Arsenal dropping him, but it is, you've got to be wary about Arsene, Arsenal rotation at the moment because he always gets taken off. But uh, at his price, which is, what is his price at the moment? It is As I click away. Uh, 5.8. Five point,
0: five, five point
1: yeah, 5.8, he's a bargain really, isn't he? He seems to get the minutes, so at the moment yeah. he's, he's he might be a go-to.
0: He is. I mean, his last I suppose the last sort of six fixtures he's been involved in, he's had a 5, he's had a 4, he's had a 12 and a 5, so he's not super high scoring, but he's consistently is playing. The only thing I would say is with these uh, short burst of games together, you've got Iwobi who came on and scored, and I think Chamber would potentially be more vulnerable to a uh, to arrest and the axe than than the others. Having said that, five point eight million. You know, I think as Arsenal's fixtures spread out a bit more, uh, I think he's he's probably at the moment in that you know that attacking three. Uh, with Ozil and Walcott behind Sanchez and I think he cemented a place there at the moment so ongoing I think he's a good shout
1: Yeah, just looking at his stats in the last two he's got seven attempts on goal he's created five chances so, you know, that's always potential points there, isn't
0: it? The the other Arsenal player, we, we've talked about Sanchez till we're blue in the face But you're going uh, to talk
1: about Ozil, aren't
0: you? I am going to talk about Ozil, yes, yeah. correct His last <laughs> couple of games he's, he's netted, uh, well, 10 and 11 points but I'm looking more over the course of the season. Consistency is what he's always criticised for, but he's now had four game weeks where he's got more than 10 points, another game week where he's had eight, and then we've got one or two other game weeks of fives in there. So in more than half the games he's played this season, he's come up with a decent score. He's becoming more consistent. And then his finish was, was tidy with the header. He seems to be getting more um, with his noggin at the moment. I'm not sure what to put that down to for a man that's... Uh, so good with the ball at his feet as a skillful attacking midfielder. But the, the reason I raise him is if you haven't, for some reason, got Sanchez. He's £9.6 he frees up cash elsewhere and I think he will be a consistent player for Arsenal. Your views on him?
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. He is a cheaper option to Sanchez. He plays every game. We haven't really got another number 10 that replaces him. And he is scoring goals this season. It's his highest season for scoring at the moment at his rate. He gets an attempt every 51 minutes in the last six games. Yeah, if you haven't got Sanchez, either Oxlade or Ozil are probably the best options.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm just going. I won't talk about him too much because I did on the the previous pod. But again, with the uh, the injury to Mustafi, Gabriel went straight to centre half. I fancy him to keep getting minutes over this Christmas period. So if you brought him in after what we said, keep hold of him, and i I'd, I'd field him for this one. But again, it could be a cheap option, an easy way into the Arsenal back four. Yeah. Agreed. Has your view changed on Gabriel at all, Iceman, or would you still be a bit nervous well,
1: about him? I would be nervous. And I, he's not really a point-scoring player, as he? he's not going to get forward and score that many goals. He did get a couple last season, but he's one of these players Just you would play just to get that clean sheet which Arsenal can gain. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's the only thing you'll be uh, you'll be feeling. Yeah, him for, Bellerin so.
1: is back, isn't he? So that did make a massive difference to Arsenal down the right-hand side. It,
0: it is like having another attacking midfielder when you've got Bellerin. So again, if you a feel, feeling flush and you want to spend six and a half million on a defender, then yeah. uh, then then go right ahead.
1: I think he is going to benefit Walcott owners, though, the fact that Bellerin's back because obviously he got the yeah. assist for that Walcott goal, which was a brilliant goal, but I... Like, uh, right in the corner yeah, yeah it could benefit uh, the managers which have wilcott because yeah he's going to provide a lot more he will
0: he will um theo there 7.9 million but we're shouting more arsenal players in everton as usual but i do think um, that's a sign of the form at the moment rather than any uh bias do tell us listeners if you think otherwise well just
1: just a quick one before you move on like arsenal are scoring goals no about what currently so why not? Why not get the Arsenal players in? And the fixtures look pretty decent. So, yeah, def- definitely a good option. I reckon, feel well, we've got,
0: um, we're on to the Wednesday fixtures now. Borough versus Liverpool. So, both sides disappointing over the weekend. Borough losing their fixture. Liverpool, disappointing draw of West Ham. That may knock their confidence a little bit. They are still third, though. So, I'll let you lead on this one, Iceman. Who are you thinking?
1: Uh, well, Origi's scoring every game. And I am actually thinking of bringing him into my team. I've got to make the decision on Austin. And there are a few options to to replace Austin with. And I think Origi is a strong one. Firmino seems to be getting no points at the moment. He got a yellow card, so he only got one. So he's been blanking for four weeks now. It's so whether you can keep trusting him. I think a lot of people are going to bring him out. Uh, and my my uh, thinking on this is actually to take Firmino out, bring in um, Payet. And uh, bring a Origi as that Liverpool cover because they've still got pretty good fixtures at the moment going forward. If you look at uh, the next four, so they've got Middlesbrough, Everton, Stoke. Then they've got City. Then Sunderland. So I do think Liverpool currently could be a good option. Then it might be wild card time for some people. But just a quick so veering off. Just a quick one on wild card. I am going to keep my wild card next uh, next uh, half of the season for that double game week
0: yeah and, um, I'm, I'm thinking very much the same I used my far too early on reflection last year so I'll be uh, following suit on that so you're calling Origi what about Adam Lalana then tidy finish today once again seems to be a fairly consistent scoring and providing whenever he plays with Firmino you know, not scoring as well. Do you think he'd be someone to rotate in to, to you know, free up some cash elsewhere?
1: Well, Liverpool, a lot of people are saying Liverpool play better with Lallana in the team. Yeah. yeah, I would say he is a good option. He scored well before he was injured. He's come back, he scored straight away. So, uh yeah, good option Lallana.
0: I like that. And of course, if you have enough money, Sadio Mane pretty much every week, one of the highest scorers in FPL at the moment. Uh, another goal and assist. 89 points overall so 9.3 million he's a difficult one to bring in at that price however i think he's probably at the moment the most consistent yeah yeah definitely and of course chan not playing uh, due to an injury today
1: yeah i didn't i didn't hear about it do you know much about that one
0: no it's only just come to my attention i saw he wasn't in the starting lineup but i thought that was down to rotation but apparently it's a knee injury so we're waiting to hear more on that although there is a man coming on the pod this week who may know a thing or two about injuries
1: (laughs) yeah Ben Diddy is coming on on Wednesday, so if you want to listen to him and his injury knowledge, he can tell you everything. Uh, we'll try and get that out on Wednesday night when we record it as well.
0: Very excited to have Ben coming on the pod. We've been long-time admirers of his, so he can come and join us in our work. So, Origi's the man. Uh, we're also looking at Lalana as well. We're getting more disappointed with Firmino. The question is... Do you stick or do you twist with that fixture against Middlesbrough coming up? Iceman, I'm sorry, I can't offer. it. I'm just going to make a disclaimer here. Last week I said this about Swansea, uh, Burnley and I can't remember who else. Uh, I can't, oh Hull was the other one. I can't see any value in Borough, unfortunately, defensively or attacking at the moment. They went with Jordan Rhodes up front, disappointing to blank. Have you got anybody in mind for the Middlesbrough side at the moment?
1: Um. Only their defenders, if you're looking for a solid defender to stick in, you know, one of their defenders, Gibson, probably a good shout, but he's probably better options at his price at 4.8. Yeah, probably not really. I mean, Valdez is still only 4.5, and he seems to be playing every game now. So yeah, if, if you're thinking of a keeper, which you need to swap to, maybe free up some money, they've got Liverpool next, but then Swansea, Burnley, then they've got United, then they've got a, uh, a garden of green. So, yeah, maybe, maybe Valdez. If you're looking to remove your keeper.
0: Well, Valdez is very much the uh, the warning sign to anyone thinking of taking a career break. One minute you're playing behind Gerard P. K. winning the Champions League year on year. The next minute you can't get on the United side and you're playing behind Callum Chambers at Middlesbrough. Uh, how times change for the Spanish international. <laughs> Don't
1: slag off our Callum.
0: Wow. Well, he's no he's no Piquet, I'll say that. No. <laughs> well let's move on to Sunderland versus Chelsea then so I watched uh, the Chelsea game earlier when they took on West Brom and West Brom have a really got account counter themselves you know Chelsea always seemingly in control of that game but West Brom You you could see why they're in the top eight of the Premier League at the moment. Even with that loss, they're still in eighth place. Very, very solid team there. That spine of Evans, McCauley and Fletcher with Jakob in midfield. Um, Tough for any side to break down. But at the end of the day, it was all about Diego Costa. Um, Great game management. Great opportunist finish on his wrong foot. Um, I'm going to shout uh, Costa as the man to pick for this game. If you haven't got him in by now, I would suggest he is turning into the Aguero of this season, scoring pretty much every week. I actually had a look at some stats on him earlier. There's only been one game this season out of 15 where he hasn't scored or assisted, and that was against United and Arsenal, which tells you. And that's before they went to this uh, 3-4-3 formation. So he is absolutely lethal. I think Sunderland will be vulnerable against him, so he will be my man for this one.
1: I totally agree, mate. Attempt every 32 minutes, he's getting... So many attempts on goals, so many potential chances created. He is the one to have, and I'm a bit shameful that I haven't got him in my team because I was waiting for that yellow card, which is never going to happen.
0: He's turning into your Maro's this season. However, yeah. you're performing much better everywhere else, which is helping. So the, the only other thing I would say, I was watching him as well, and at one point towards the end, where he'd usually get a bit fiery, there was a moment where a couple of West Brom players put in a few late challenges, and he just walked away, and I just wonder if someone's had a word in his ear and finally kind of got some sense into him, because he didn't kind of lash out like I'd expect him to. So maybe a sign of some emotional maturity. Believe it or not, Costa is still in his 20s, although he looks about 40.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's obviously calmed down since the start of the season. So he just doesn't want to get that yellow card, does he?
0: I'm happy for him not to get the yellow card. That is fine with me. Just to pick up on a point we made um, in the previous pod, we talked about Fabregas, true to form um, as you warned, everyone, Iceman, and well done for this. Kante came back, sorry, Matic came back, straight back into the uh, into the team. Sesk straight back on the bench. So um, very much a bandwagon if you jumped on him last week, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, yeah, he definitely was.
0: Is there anyone in this fixture that you, you would shout other than Costa?
1: Um, I do have to get off the Anicja bus, because getting a lot of chances, but just not putting anything away in the last three game weeks so obviously he's playing Chelsea so I can't see much here Pickford still a strong player to choose I know he's let in three last week but he just he looks unbelievable and I can see a game against Chelsea like they almost blanked against West Brom I can see uh, Sunderland may be able to keep a clean sheet if they just park about eight buses in front of them But other than that, not really anyone else. Um, you know, yeah. you, you've got your obvious with Hazard. Uh, Louise is still in my thinking, because I'm thinking about doubling doubling up on defence, because I could go three. Because I haven't got Costa, I'm thinking, well, maybe I can benefit from the back. And Louise is taking three kicks. And I did shout out a couple of weeks ago. And with yeah. Chelsea's fixtures coming up, Sunderland, Crystal Palace, Bournemouth, Stoke, you know they can't get that much better than that. I do think no. it's probably time to triple up on Chelsea.
0: I think that's a good shout and um, that they're playing so well, so consistently. The clean sheets are there. The goals are going in. Um, It's as good a time as any to get that defender in. Just to I keep mentioning Moses at his price. I was listening to them today. They were talking about the role that Azpilicueta has on on him playing well. He seems to kind of marshal him and and position him well enough for then. Obviously, he's got the flair to go forward. So I'm still um, shouting Moses a potential third option in that Chelsea midfield.
1: Yeah. Yeah, agreed.
0: Okay, um, I haven't got anyone else to offer you from Sunderland to be honest. And again, I need to get off the Anachibi bus as well. That could happen for me over a Regi this week. Um, West Ham versus Burnley. So West Ham given a really good account of themselves against Liverpool coming back into the game. I thought Liverpool were going to absolutely steamroll them the way things started, but then they uh, came back into it. Um, lovely free kick from Piatt and Antonio with it you know again true to form this season. Great pace, great finish. Uh, how do you see this one going? Any any players that are jumping out at you?
1: Well, Heaton's back now. He's back from injury. But they still seem to be letting in goals, Burnley. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking probably uh, West Ham. They look like they've, they've pulled their finger out a little bit, scoring some goals. Payet is a great option now. He is dipped down and it's probably going to be the cheapest he's going to be all season, down to 9.1%. And yeah. he, he has been picking up points this season, even though West Ham haven't been playing that well. The last three scored 5-5-9 five, five and nine this game week. So, yeah, Pyatt is. I'm bringing him in this week for Firmino for that Origi switch for Austin. So, yeah, he's probably going to be on everyone's lips at the moment. You're, you're
0: taking the jump this week then?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to. It will be another cost of a minus four. I have dipped down quite a lot. I'm not performing well at the moment. I need another spark and uh, Firmino's not doing it for me. Austin's out. I think Yeah, I just need to change things up a little bit.
0: So what about Mikel Antonio? Well,
1: he's they're now playing four at the back again. So Antonio's playing higher up the pitch. And he's always going to be a good option. He's their highest-scoring player so far, I think, yeah. on 60, uh, 60, 68. Yeah, there's a reason yeah. for that. He always just seems to get a goal. Uh, obviously, everyone had him at the start of the season for a little while, and then he blanked for a long time. And then he has been picking up slow amount of points. He didn't play against Arsenal because he was injured. But nearly enough, every game he's played, he scored around about three or four or higher. Yeah. Uh, other than the blank period he went through from game week four, uh, six to ten. Yeah, good option, I still think.
0: I agree. I still think he's a, he's a good shout. He's reasonably priced at 6.7 million. And um, in terms of West Ham's next few fixtures, There's that old, is a, a garden Hull, of green. Aren't they? Yeah. Burnley and Hull. So I'm very, very tempted by it. And then Swansea away. So he is actually really tempting me at the moment as a way of uh, freeing up some cash else, elsewhere. We'll see what happens with that one. Um Heaton's back, as you've said, for Burnley. Again, a, a mixed range of scores. Great goal by Hendrick um, over the weekend. But again, there's still no one really in that Burnley attack that takes my fantasy. So it would only be perhaps Heaton, and purely for me on the basis that I've already got him that I, I'd be shouting at the moment.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. The one other which I, I did think about before is Keane at the back. The only reason I wouldn't go Keane is because they haven't got great fixtures. West Ham, Spurs, Middlesbrough. yeah. Spare. Uh, Yeah, the fixtures aren't great, but he's getting a lot of uh, headed attempts, so expect a goal from him soon.
0: Okay, so we fancy Keane as a potential. Um, What about Palace versus Manchester United then? So United pulling off a great result uh, against Tottenham, slowing them down in the title race. Palace over the weekend also, you know, keeping up that consistent run of scoring form. Who would you shout from this one?
1: Well, Palace still can't defend, so. Maybe a United attacker for this one. But Zaha is back on the radar with a yeah. goal and two assists. Looked good uh, against a poor whole defence. You've got to bear that in mind. Yeah, uh, Hull aren't great. And he did a lot of skills to get the penalty for his first assist. And his, his goal was a rocket. if
0: that- if that was Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, we would be having absolutely no argument about that whatsoever. That would yeah. be a, a contender for goal of the season. Was,
1: yeah, a goal of the season contender. Yeah, Jono was right and glad he wrote a no- novel about Zaha. He does look good.
0: The Book of Zaha. Yeah.
1: Um, and even even Pardew bigged him up at the end of the game. The only thing I remember is that Pardew, I think it was a couple of seasons ago, he actually bigged up Ben Arthur, just saying how brilliant he was. And he yeah. dipped in form, so... Yeah,
0: maybe he's jinxed him. So we've got some kind of Pardew superstition. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one thing I would say, I, I actually wouldn't bring him in this week. And My reasoning is, he's got Man United at home, which I think, since they've brought Phil Jones back, have looked a more solid unit. Um, and then they've got Chelsea as well. And I, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm not convinced that they'll provide the same level of kind of cub or cutout defensive uh, yeah. opposition that yeah. Hull did. So, uh, absolutely, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to bring him in, but I just think. I don't know. I, I can't see a lot of points from him in the next couple of game weeks.
1: If, if you've got him, uh, you know, he's probably a good bench yeah. fodder. I would keep him. But yeah, maybe, maybe not bring him in. Uh, quick one on Jones you mentioned there. You do yeah. wonder if he's going to keep his place now by is back. What do you reckon on that one?
0: I mean, g- given how much better they've looked with him at the back, I because to me, Phil Jones has always looked a top defender. So I would actually, if I was uh, Mourinho, and I'm not, obviously, um, I would actually pair Jones with Baye at the moment. I prefer yeah. him to Rocco, um, and any other option they have. So I, I'd probably go with those two. Yeah. But whether whether he does that or not is, you know, it's going to take time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. True. I we'll, guess we'll wait and see. But it's it's a tough one to answer, isn't it? Whether Jones is going to stay in the team, you know, no one knows. So it's uh, just see what Jose does. But we would probably. I, I would keep Jones in the starting eleven.
0: Okay. So Iceman the uh, the discussion on everyone's lips is gonna be around Mkhitaryan. I mean what you know what a what a you know an increase in form from him. However, off yeah. on a stretcher.
1: Yeah, I I was thinking at the start of the game I saw him in the starting line up again and I thought, Oh God, he you know, German player of the player of the season, he's probably one good to a good one to bring in an FPL soon. And he got the goal midweek and he got the goal uh, this week as well and then you're thinking right let's see how I can draft him into my team I was actually working it out uh, on yeah. my phone I was going well how can I get him in maybe get Vermeulen out maybe even Hazard bring yeah. Mitter in and Pyatt and then yeah he got injured stretched it off and I was like Oh, well that's just ruined my plans it just shows in FPL just minor things can just ruin ruin your whole plans. A bit like the Aguero suspension. I was going to get yeah. Sigurdsson if it wasn't for Aguero. Couldn't get him in, so I've lost out on that 13 points this week. Little things do affect like, your, your score yeah, and it your whole makes, season.
0: It, indeed, it makes a massive difference. Yeah. So Disappointed about that one. Other than that, um, still, if you're between Kane and Zlatan, Ibrahimovic, I still think Ibrahimovic is a great option moving forward with the Aguero money that you might have freed up. Um, other than that, though, Martial started on the left-hand side today. Always he will comes probably off though, he? he always comes off, yeah, and he still needs to get a bit of consistency up. So other than um, the only other option you could think about would be uh, Herrera at 6.3, but again, I don't think he's going to be a consistent point scorer. So okay. United looking better, but I can't see any other... High regular scorers for them at the moment.
1: Yeah, only maybe Jones if you're going for a cheap defender. I mean, but Valencia. He, obviously he started. Yeah, he
0: started. Well, he started today. Oh,
1: I oh, was suspended uh, the next game. He did. Yeah, he did play this game. But I was going to say he could be a good option, but <laughs> he suspended. But still he only at five point four. But maybe after that, he, he might have to look into it.
0: I could keep reeling off United defenders, but I think it'd be guessing at this point. So the yeah. So let's should we move on from this one? Yeah well let's go to the blue side of Manchester City at the weekend getting an absolute pasting off of uh, Leicester City the champions taking on Watford who look much better over the course of the weekend what's going on with Man City
1: (laughs) God knows, Pep has set his team up a certain way. He's got these players who he wants to play there and they're just not playing how he wants them to. So, was, I mean, he, KDB was playing out on the left and wasn't involved in the game enough for me. You've got to play KDB in the middle where he's going to get the ball, he's going to go forward, he's going to get shots on goal and he's going to create chances. So, for me in FPL he's got to come out of my team but I have to wait a week because I've got other things I've got to do so for me against Watford you know, he might actually get some points here but yeah I have to wait until next week before I can do that you just can't trust what Pep is going to do and I lost trust in him when he dropped KDB a couple of weeks ago but now he's playing KDB out on the left I need to do what everyone has told me to do last week and remove him I mean the second half KDB was actually playing out on the right and as uh, Danny Murphy on Day said, they're just playing all over the place. All the City players, yeah. so I, there's no consistency there. There's, there's no true good structure at the moment. It did start off the season really well, but now it just seems to have, it just seems to be failing. I don't think he's used to the Premiership yet.
0: It, it was a weird one. You had Zabaleta playing in some kind of half right back, come um, wing back, come um, yeah. God knows what position. Kolarov just kept, you know, just just sort of going for a quick sort of walk up the pitch and leaving leaving his area exposed to Vardy and Mara. So it was just a bit of a mess, actually. I mean, at the start of the season, they slowed it down a match of the day and it all looked really nice, the way it fit together and how the players kind of interacted and filled in for each other. Now it just looks like a bit of a mess. I don't know what's going on there. But um, definitely City look a side that can be got at after looking invincible at the start of the season. And in terms of Watford, I mean, Okaka up front looked great. Some some lovely finishes.
1: Uh, yeah, Okaka. Where, I mean, where's he come from? He just came out of nowhere.
0: I've literally no idea. He's one of those players that in the summer, you, you heard they'd signed. From Anderlecht, and
1: wasn't it? Seven million, I think it was. Anderlecht.
0: Uh, and he looks like a big, strong, kind of um, very powerful centre forward. Great backhill goal for the uh, for the first, and then a decent header for the second. So... You know, Watford have got some okay fixtures coming up. Obviously, this one against Man City, although there's no way you could say that Man City's defence aren't leaky. They've then got Sunderland away and Crystal Palace at home. So Mm. he might be worth a punt at the moment, as I think he'd be more favourable than Igalo.
1: Yeah, he's he's, he's a risky one. Yeah. Could be worth, uh, could a he's
0: absolutely works. a punt, but if if any if he well if anything of the weekend is to go by, he he doesn't look a bad option. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And of course, we're going to say his name again. I don't mention him often, but everyone else does. Holibass,
1: yeah, two assists. <laughs>
0: another couple of assists, just yeah. great. But he, I think long, he's ticking a lot. I think he's looking like the uh, value player for the season as defense goes. Forty nine. Uh, points overall for the season so definitely if you've got him, keep him at only four point eight, he might well free up some cash everywhere, for the likes of someone say like John Stones, who was absolutely garbage again at the weekend
1: (laughs) Yes, he was terrible City's defence as a whole is terrible, and anyone who's got Stones must be thinking of removing him now, Uh, right, I'll get rid of him him. (laughs) Um, him, I've been thinking
0: about getting rid of him for a while, but there are pressing issues, he actually
1: gave Vardy his third goal
0: he he really did yeah. so. Just right. just a
1: quick one on on Kolarov though. Kolarov does seem to attack well, and he is on free kicks. He did get the goal, but yeah, he is playing for City, so yeah, don't bother. <laughs>
0: so we're pretty much in the absence of Aguero we're a bit anti-City at the moment they're going to go and smash Watford now aren't they 100% yeah
1: uh, just a quick one on that as well they did get 78% possession so they were just <laughs> toying with, with Leicester and then Leicester just tore them apart
0: and sometimes the thing I would say about this I mean I don't think it's the complete demise of City sometimes teams are just inspired and you know the styles completely clashed you had the direct Leicester City of old versus a Manchester City side that were playing two at the back so you know, if Watford are a bit more solid, or rather are a bit less adventurous going forward, they might be less of a threat, but we shall see. That's the that's the second eight o'clock game on Wednesday. Um, we've also got Stoke versus Southampton. Stoke giving Arsenal a good run in the first half, falling away in the second. Saints getting back to uh back to form. I think the the loss last week was a bit of a freak result, but another solid defensive performance and a great goal from Buffal.
1: Buffal, yeah, yes. I heard. I haven't actually seen it, but You did tell me it was a beauty, wasn't it?
0: Great hit, yeah. Not not quite as good as his one in uh, from earlier on in the season in the cup, but uh, again a great hit.
1: Maybe he is an option now. Now that Austin's out, with their fixtures coming up, you know, if if you're looking for something different in your team, Buffao
0: potentially. He's he's very. I think he's quite cheap. I'm just trying to look at. He's classed as a
1: midfielder, isn't he?
0: Um, Yeah.
1: Or is he? Am I wrong?
0: No, you're not. He's a midfielder. He's. 6.8 6.8 million, actually. So FPL rates him highly in terms of... I think that's quite high price for a man that we haven't really spoken about all season.
1: Yeah, they have got a garden of green with one red in the middle of Spurters, but yeah, garden of green for the next oh, 10 fixtures.
0: I really love this green garden theme we been <laughs> developing.
1: Yeah, it's nice.
0: Lovely green garden. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I can't really say anything about Redmond. Seems to have gone off the boiler a little bit, not really scoring... Consistent points. Quick um, on
1: rotation. Bertrand was on the, uh, in, on the bench, and Cedric wasn't even in the team. So, yeah. as, as I mentioned last week, maybe it's centre backs that you need to have your trust in more than the wing backs. You know, Van, I Van Dyke think and Font both playing.
0: The the thing I would say about that, I think with both um, potential contract rebels slash being looked at by other teams, those two will be played consistently to keep them happy if nothing else I, I actually was at a, a conference at Southampton Stadium in the last couple of weeks and I went past Virgil's private box which was uh, very interesting which was lovely yes so, and Austin's as well actually Stoke City Joe Allen looked a bit more of a threat going forward this week um won the penalty anyone in Stoke that you're looking at at the moment
1: well, Arnie got played up top. I think it's because Walters was out for some reason, never found out why. But he had a few chances against Arsenal and created a few as well. Potential go-to when their fixtures are good, but how good are their fixtures coming up? They're not fantastic.
0: It's no garden of green. Saints no. at home, Leicester at home, Liverpool away. I-, I would steer clear of Stoke at the moment, personally.
1: Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I would as well. Grant's still playing, but they're not quite back yet. So... That-
0: and isn't Shakiri just the most frustrating player in the league? Yeah. Six point three million bags of potential and talent, but yeah, he just does nothing. It's about one in five from Shakiri. Takes a good corner though. Very good corner. Shakiri though this season, only two games where he scored more than I'm just looking here, three points. Yeah. So, and this is the thing: the first week he got nine points. He got in game week nine, he got fifteen points. This was against Middlesbrough and Stoke. So he has these big game weeks. He comes with a big reputation, but every other week he sort of gets twos and threes. So
1: nowhere near consistent enough, is he?
0: Not really scoring at all. No, not really. So, and he's he's too expensive to be a fifth midfielder. So I'd probably stay clear of Stoke at the moment. Yeah, I agree Tottenham versus Hull. Now, I was greatly disappointed. I backed Tottenham against United with Kane and Son. Neither of them did anything for me. I'm not going to take those players out with Hull coming up and the fact they are at White Hart Lane. Would you shout anyone from these teams, Iceman?
1: Well, Hull seems to have scored three. So, (laughs) I know Snodgrass did die for the penalty he scored, but we we did say Snodgrass was an option. looks like he might be, but... Again, yeah. it, was, it was a dive and only a penalty. Uh, he is on pens though. Uh, Diomande though, uh, four point six. Maybe he's the bench striker we need to replace uh, Anichebe with.
0: That was a hell of a goal. Yeah,
1: it was good. Great turn.
0: Great, great turn. How uh, Robson esque. Yeah, he is. Uh,
1: yeah, he is four point. Oh, he's four point five. Sorry, Diomande, and he does seem to get games. He was injured recently, so he's just coming back into form got six points this week and then who have they got coming up they've got spurs west ham man city everton so yeah <laughs> maybe not a great option maybe we should just uh keep our faith in the niche for now
0: uh i'm not i'm not gonna bring diamandia in. No, <laughs> lovely goal but uh no not not that good yeah no, so I mean, what about Spurs? And it pains you to talk about them in a positive light. I still like uh, Kane as the as the main option going forward.
1: Kane's the captain choice this week, I think. Yeah. He's uh, he's still going to get some chances. He's still on penalties, and yeah, it's Harry Kane. He's going to get some goals. I I can't see him not scoring this week. And I'm put put my neck on the line here, but yeah. Yeah, I really can't see him not scoring against Hull. They they just don't look good enough, and I think Spurs are just going to
0: dominate. No, and I think it says a lot the fact that they scored three, but let in three as well. So I, I'd back absolutely Kane this week. Uh, in terms of attacking midfielders, I still think if you've got Ericsson I'd be playing him 100%, and I've got Son myself. So although frustratingly, I went Son over Sigurdsson, which is a huge mistake, but I'm going to play Son in this one as well, as I think he could have potential returns. Yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. West Brom versus Swansea, as I have said, gave a great account of themselves against Chelsea. Swansea, all of a sudden, having conceded uh, nine goals in two weeks, and I have to eat some humble pie here again. I told the Iceman not to recommend a mat. He played a mat and he got his clean sheet. So there we go. Anyone kind of tempting you from Swansea, having seen them score three and concede zero?
1: Uh, the only op- option for Swansea is still Siggy. We-, we could say it every week, couldn't we, really? Who's uh, yeah. the option here, Siggy? I know you shouted uh, for a couple of weeks back, but I still don't think he's a decent option. I know he didn't play against Sunderland, though, did he? No, no, was he suspended or something? It must have been. Oh. Uh, I don't think he's oh. injured. Um, but yeah, to me, it's mainly Siggy. Yeah, if if you were ballsy and went Lorente, might be a good shout going forward. He did score fifteen points a couple of weeks ago, one against Tottenham, and then yeah, thirteen this week. So yeah, maybe Lorente.
0: He's coming more back into, I guess, into the thinking. He's had, again, if I come back to over the course of the season, that's four game weeks now where he's scored five or more points. As he's as he's adapting to life in the Premier League, he's a good option because he's an aerial threat and they've got some really good wingers, Swansea. You know, players who can get forward with pace and put the ball in. So, um, again, I think he's a reasonable third option as as a striker in terms of they've actually got a, a green garden themselves yeah, they've got west mini brom, green garden, yeah a mini green gardens they've got uh, west brom away they've got middlesbrough away and then west ham at home all sides wouldn't say so much west brom but certainly in terms of borough and west ham that can uh, can leak a few so again i would say like okaka a potential punt a bandwagon punt but a punt nonetheless yeah maybe you're into. and and the baggies would you still be calling phillips at this point
1: yeah, Phillips is probably still a go-to. He seems to be playing every game now. Yeah. Brunt is probably my, my best choice from the Baggies. Uh, he's playing every game in, in midfield now. So a player playing out, out of position is always a good option and on free kicks. So, yeah, Brunt probably my go-to. I am. I do want to steer away from them with their terrible fixture coming up with United-Arsenal after, after the Swansea yeah. game. M- maybe for this game itself. If you've got West Brom players, I'd hold on to yeah. them. Uh, but maybe not going forward.
0: I'm going to uh, I'm going to keep McCauley for now, and I've got Ben Foster as well. So we'll see we'll see how this game against Swansea goes, and depends on the form of the other teams. Mm. So that actually brings us to the end of our midweek fixtures, Iceman. Man. Nice. Well, has all that confused you? You left in a bit of a spin after all of those players. Well, let's just sum up what we've suggested for this upcoming midweek. Game week. First of all, Bournemouth versus Leicester. A couple of players on our minds here. Wilson of Bournemouth potentially to get that leaky Leicester back four from this season. And then Vardy from Leicester. Great form. The hunger is back over the weekend. Mares looking to assist. Um, Slimani looking to assist. But We're thinking Vardy also as a potential differential captain. Everton versus the inform Arsenal again Lukaku coming in with a couple of goals at the weekend we think he's definitely an option if you've already got him then in the Arsenal midfield we've spoken a lot about Walcott and Sanchez but how about the others will Ozo and Oxlade Chamberlain great cheaper options if you haven't got Sanchez or certainly Chamberlain if you want a, a third Arsenal player Gabriel at the back as well I'm still thinking there's uh, there's game time and potential clean sheets there for him borough versus liverpool nothing particularly borough orientated we are thinking though up front Divocarigi origi in the absence of austin the absence of agüero with sturridge injured with coutinho out there's definitely game time for the man in form with adam lallana pulling the strings as well sunderland unfortunately we're not really looking for any of their their players against chelsea diego the costa is definitely the man on our lips for this week though in great form West Ham take on Burnley. We, again, talked about the typical West Ham 2, Payet and Antonio. Definitely with West Ham's fixtures going forward, we're thinking Paya is a great option. Heaton's back for Burnley as well, so if you've got him, might be worth uh, sticking him in as your as your first-choice goalkeeper for saving points. And also the Iceman picked out Keane as well. Palace versus United. Well, the old man, Wilf Sahar, from United, Uh, On form at the moment, we caution his next few fixtures, though might be a little bit difficult. For United, Ibrahimović remains the constant, but Phil Jones is becoming more of a a player that we're all thinking about, uh, given his low price in defence, a good replacement for someone like the useless John Stones, who we won't be picking in the (laughs) Manchester City versus Watford game. In fact, for the first time, we haven't our hats on anyone from Man City. If you've got them, play them by all means, but we're not going to rush anyone in after that weekend performance. Uh performance? Performance. Bugsy. <laughs> <Well, boxy. laughs> uh, Watford. Uh we're looking at Okaka as a potential punt. Very, very cheap up front. Uh and then you've got Holybass who we keep saying the name of. He keeps coming up with the goods. He looks to be the budget player at the back for this season. Nobody from Stokes really interesting us, but Saints, we're looking at their centre halves. As the more consistent performers, we talked about out We want to see a bit more consistency before he becomes a serious option. Spurs versus Hull, take your pick from the Spurs team here, but really, Harry Kane, if you've got him, definite captain potential for this week. Baggies versus Swansea, Phillips didn't score at the weekend, but still looks a consistent performer for West Brom, so we would certainly be pushing him. And then from Swansea, Siggy is the man on everyone's lips at the moment, scoring regularly. And then Lorente is a potential uh, punt option for a few weeks. Some decent games coming up. Looking more and more confident in the Premier League. Another couple of goals this weekend might be worth spending 6.1 million on.
1: Amat, ah, get him in.
0: You said it. <laughs> <laughs> I can say nothing after last week. So if you want to pick Amat, you pick Amat. Go ahead.
1: Oh, was that summed up? Is it finished? Yeah. Well done. Well summed Thank up.
0: Thank you. Whiteford... <laughs> <laughs> to waiting wait. <laughs> Which begs the question: Who are we going to skipper?
1: Kane, it's got to be
0: Kane against Hull. Yeah. It looks the obvious choice. I am, I am torn by Kane against them, but Costa against Sunderland as well.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, you've got a hard choice there. If very, I Costa, very sensitive That would They uh, they're away though against Sunderland. Maybe that that's the difference—the home game of Spurs yeah. to Hull against uh, away Chelsea to Sunderland. Um, with Pickford still in form, and they let him free. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, tough choice for you.
0: And I've got to say, when Tottenham score, they do score big. So I, I guess I'm, I'm probably leaning more towards Kane. But to give listeners an option. I would say Costa. C- can we shout any differential captains?
1: Um, Hazard <laughs> hardly differential,
0: or De Bruyne against Watford. <laughs> well, after suggesting me to take De Bruyne out, there's a little bit against the grain. Isn't there? <laughs> well,
1: I'm looking at. Well, I'm yeah, you know, I'm keeping him in for this week. I wouldn't get rid of him if you had him for this week against Watford at home. I uh, will have to keep him for that. I'm, <laughs> I'm captaining Kane. I'll put the vice on on, uh, Devoina just to...
0: Well, here's one final one. I'm not going to do this because I haven't got him, but I think if you're trying to make up ground, you want to take a punt on someone. If you're going to go for Jamie Vardy against Bournemouth, coming off of a great performance full of confidence against City he might be worth a shout for as I I do caution differential if you're trying to catch up though I think if you're in a good strong position in your mini league I would stick to the big hitters but um, there's one option for you yeah
1: no good shout mate
0: right so let's see what the socials are saying to us can you take us through any questions from the listeners Iceman
1: yeah we got uh, a couple from Twitter I didn't post about it this week so just Twitter questions one from Daft Differential at the chosen uh, Vardy in for Austin or Main in for Pedro? What would you choose?
0: Vardy for Austin or so Main? He's Man. obviously
1: wanting to make one chance there this week. Vardy yeah. in for Austin or Main in for Pedro. Well,
0: he's obviously got some money in the bank because he's, taking, uh, he's so taking... I say, a, I say
1: it, Main and it's money. sorry.
0: I, I do think you meant <laughs> Um If I look for potential... I've. I would still probably say Sadio Mane, because I think Liverpool come win, lose or draw, Mane seems to be doing something weekly. So at the moment, I would, for all my love for Jamie Vardy, I think if you have Mane as an option, given his price, I'd probably go for him at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think I would as
0: well. I think think from a sensible perspective as well, Mane is going to play this, you know, Coutinho's out. There's no sign of Sturridge at the moment. Mane is the regular point scorer for Liverpool in the absence of Coutinho. So for me, that's a no-brainer.
1: Yeah. Um, right, okay, and Riz at Riz La underscore has put... Uh, is Does he J- like a
0: smoke? <laughs> probably.
1: <laughs> is James nailed? Well, obviously, we spoke about this earlier, he's saying clean sheet and two bonus points. At the moment, I think he should be. It's whether Jose, you have trust in Jose they you keep him there. It's a big question and probably a really good option if you're looking for another defender.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think with uh, United's, you know, away at Palace, away at West Brom... Home against Sunderland, I I think he's a great option. He's less than 5 million, and, you know, United have, like I said, I think they've looked a better side with him since he's been back. So I I think so at the moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: cool. Uh, And Abdullah has messaged us again. With favourable fixtures up ahead, is Pyatt now a viable option? Yes, yes, he definitely
0: is. Yeah, he is. He he looks more interested now. Um, Another free kick, his speciality. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: And Forza Chelsea at ein sabil has asked best cheap goalkeepers uh, with good fixtures
0: well i'm looking at um, i'm looking at the lower priced goalkeepers it's quite tough at the moment in terms of uh, favorable fixtures moving forward depends how much you believe in swansea you 've got Fabianski, who's five million they 've got West Brom away Middlesbrough away, and then West Ham United at home. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. The it's only difficult. thing is
1: if if you're looking at a five million keeper, I would go more to Frazier Forrester. He yeah. he obviously got a clean sheet in the last game, got Stoke yeah. Bournemouth. Only one uh, red in that fixture list of Spurs, yeah. I would go Forrester at five mil. Uh, yeah, or other, other than that, if you if you're looking to go a little bit cheaper than him Um, Valdez he's still got some pretty good fixtures coming up after the Liverpool game he's then got Swansea Burnley then he's got United then Leicester Watford West Ham West Brom so yeah maybe Valdez as well Once to to consider
0: yeah I'd I'd probably suggest uh, Force is your best pick of those but yeah
1: yeah. OK, next question is Nappy please.
0: I'm sure that's not how they say their name, but <laughs> we'll go with it.
1: Now, if Sanchez-less, is it crazy to go without for the next couple of weeks? Well, you look at the options we gave in Ozil and the Oxlade. They're a lot cheaper options than Sanchez, still getting forward. Even Theo still might be a good shout for Arsenal. I do think you you should have some... Arsenal player because they just seem to be scoring no matter who they're playing. They've got pretty good fixtures coming up as well. In the fact that they've got oh they've got <laughs> I said they've got fixtures coming up but it's only after the Everton Man City game they've got West Brom, Crystal Palace, Bournemouth, Swansea, Burnley, Watford. So yeah, um, if, maybe if you I should was, start drafting in Arsenal players soon.
0: If if I was if they were Sanchezless, I would definitely have one of Ozil or Walcott. Mm. Uh, and then I would spread my midfield money to Mane and uh, Payet.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, good
0: job. You can spread that extra two million across those, because uh, from Sanchez you're going to save about three and a bit million to get to Walcott, then you can spread that into yeah those other two.
1: Yeah, okay, Um, Tom Campbell giving us uh, another question. He loves ITC. He's saying, I'd like you guys to give your opinions on the Austin replacement, max value of 69 so we've given a few in the pod so far, but if you're just looking, thinking about him at the moment, then your options are Origi, say even Rondon, he's, Callum he's Wilson.
0: He's 6.6 Origi.
1: Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's a little bit less, isn't he? So he's saying within 6.9.
0: Oh, what's his range, sorry?
1: six six 6.9, so max value 6.9, because that's what, Austin was point. Uh, 9 before. He's dipped down to 6.8. I think he's going down tonight. So, yeah, best off you get him out as soon as possible. So hopefully you've listened to this podcast before then. Carol, I still think, is a good option, but his minutes may I, be numbered at the moment.
0: I don't trust his health. No,
1: <laughs> just looking at those West Ham fixtures, they're just so intriguing. A lot of people are going to want to draft in a few yeah. um, West Ham players. I know they seem to be conceding goals, but they seem I, to be scoring. I, am tempted, so. I
0: think, I think your, your shout of Origi is probably the, the, the main one at the moment, if you've got that money. Um yeah. Your punt at that price is your ente, I think, a 6.1. Baggies, baggies away, borough away, then West Ham at home. I think those two would be my standout. The rest at the moment just aren't consistent enough.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. And that's all for social media this week. Thanks for all your questions, guys. We'll get some more questions in for the Wednesday one when we've got Mr. Ben Dinry on
0: very much looking forward to having him on and picking his brain about all things football injury heard the man knows a bit about fantasy football as well so we look forward to speaking to him well that brings us to the end of another fantasy football surgery podcast i know you're all dying to get in contact with us so let me give you some ways of doing so Uh, read about our cup competition with updates from the iceman on www.fancyfootballsurgery.com also look out for new content and articles coming soon Facebook.com forward slash fancy football surgery. You can email us on there, or leave us comments and messages. Send us your questions email on Twitter us on the Facebook. Yeah, I think that's an option. If you download the Messenger app, that's Messenger, isn't it? It's not really email. Yeah, no. It's not. You, well, you can you can kind of signal in some way to us with emojis <laughs> on through that medium. Uh, and a better way of doing that would be through Twitter at ff underscore surgery. Send us your uh, questions on there did any of our advice do good for you in this game week or is there anyone that we haven't spoken about who you think is an absolute obvious tweet us on at ff underscore surgery you can listen to us on soundcloud or on itunes if you do leave us a comment uh, some feedback rate us five out of five please <laughs> uh, or don't rate it at all it's up to you we'd like to have nice balanced feedback as you can hear join our mini league um 17603 hyphen six seven one eight is the code the winner of that gets the covered fancy football surgery podcast t-shirt at the end of the season and we are adding i can tell you a hashtag logo to that to make it even more chill <laughs> for your victory <laughs> all that's left is to say goodbye to the ice man
1: yeah thanks willie good luck in your game weeks
0: And after this shorter, but uh, I suppose game week breaking episode of the fantasy football surgery podcast, we look forward to speaking to you in just a few days time. Podcast.
1: Podcast. Uh, yeah. get, get up the podcast. Get up get, up. up.
0: get the hell up the podcast. Win it. Win the podcast. You can't win the podcast, it's oh, yours. you
1: can't, Shit.
0: Win the cup. Do you know what? I completely forgot to do. Oh, I'm out the cup, am I? <laughs> get out the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs>
1: Have you pulled your cable
0: out again? No, no, I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> uh, where is the. Oh, you're
1: looking for the stuff. Okay.
0: Yes, I'm looking for the stuff. You it's can't not tell there. me. I just edit it out. It's not there. It's not there. It's uh, gone. Why
1: is it not there? It should be. Do
0: you not scroll up? And it's like... Yeah, scroll up. Oh, um, no, wait, wait, wait. Ah, I found it. It's further up. Right. I've got it. Is that the right bit? I can hear you scrolling. Right. I'll try to do that bit again.